Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout out to a listener named Stella Sky Wilson from Kansas. Stella will have a picture up on the website soon. Thanks so much for listening, Stella. Today, we continue our adventure with old witch tubes, her mist fairy friend Amelia, and two new characters named Pierce and Lucas. On the most recent episode, we followed Tubes as she went to check on a mist fairy friend of hers. In the hidden forest where the fairy lived, Tubes was attacked by two kids, one a wizard and one a ninja. Luckily, before anyone got hurt, Tubes's mist fairy friend emerged from the forest and we found out that the boys were trying to protect the fairy. Now we rejoin the group in the hidden forest to learn more about these new characters and the plight of the mist fairy, Amelia. Amelia the mist fairy invited everyone in for tea. As they all sat about the small living room, Lucas asked the fairy, How do you guys know each other? Tubes here is very much an old friend. We've known each other for many, many years, said Amelia. As the group sat and enjoyed the tea, Amelia the fairy told Tubes all about how Lucas and Pierce, the two boys that Tubes fought in the forest, came to be living with her. It turns out that Lucas and Pierce were shipwrecked on the beach near the hidden forest. In fact, Lucas and Pierce mentioned that they might not have made it if it weren't for Amelia. She helped them swim to shore during an awful storm. Now, this was a few weeks ago. Since then, the boys have been working to keep her safe. Keep you safe from what? asked Tubes. Lately, there have been more and more bandits and, you know, the types, coming by and trying to snatch me up, said Amelia. Even before the kids shipwrecked here, Word must be out that I'm here. I fear I won't be able to stay much longer. I'll need to relocate soon. Oh, that's awful. I'm sorry to hear that, said Tubes. Well, we can help you relocate and find a new place. Maybe somewhere in the dark forest with the other mist fairies that live there. Maybe you can stay with your brother for a while. And then maybe we can find some place for the two of you. Lucas and Pierce looked up then, realizing that Tubes was talking about them. Well, you know, maybe we'd just like to stick with Amelia, said Lucas. I think she needs some protection. The boys had kind of been enjoying fighting bad guys in this little forest and living off the land. They enjoyed being useful and helping someone who appreciated them. Well, I think the next place I live... We'll be populated with other mist fairies, and and we can work together to stay hidden and protect ourselves, said Amelia. You two need to move on and find your place here in the valley. Lucas and Pierce were a little disappointed to hear that. You know, they recently had their entire lives thrown off course. And being able to stay with Amelia and fight off bad guys, it was kind of nice. Don't worry said Tubes. We've got a great place for the two of you to stay. You'll love it. Suddenly, there was a sound coming from the forest outside. 
a loud crunching, cracking sound like, like trees being pushed over and broken in half or something. Amelia perked up. Oh, not again. The monsters are back. Tubes pulled out her magical staff and said, You boys come with me. Amelia, you get somewhere and hide until it's safe. Lucas and Pierce followed Tubes outside and discovered three large creatures standing outside the hidden fairy home. They probably knew she was in this forest, but they didn't know exactly where. Mist fairies were really good at keeping their homes well hidden. These creatures seemed to be made of mud and, and sticks and leaves, kind of like the forest floor was simply molded into a huge person shape and stood up. They were each at least ten feet tall, twice as big as a typical person. When they noticed the heroes emerge from the hidden fairy home, they began lumbering toward them. Watching their arms swinging from side to side, it was clear how heavy they were. These huge forest creatures moved right through bushes and pushed over trees. They stomped through everything in their path, and with the huge strides of their massive legs, they were closing fast on Pierce and Lucas and Tubes. Pierce leaped out first with blazing speed. He rushed at the beast closest to him and slashed with his sword. The beast swung his massive fist down at Pierce, but he was too slow. The monster's hand just bashed into the ground with a loud thud. Pierce's blade sliced through the side of his enemy, but to little effect. The blade just cut right through the mud and the muck and sticks and rocks, but the monster didn't seem phased at all. He just kept smashing about with his huge hands, trying to stop the speedy Pierce. Lucas then revealed a long, bright yellow sword. It got Tubes' attention, and she saw it was entirely yellow and, and warm and bright in the darkness of the forest at night. Lucas held the sword with his two hands and pointed it at the massive forest monster coming right at him. Lucas noticed that Pierce's slashing attack seemed to have little effect, and he decided to come out strong with a different attack. From the tip of his sword, a bolt of lightning cracked out toward the monster. The sound of thunder among the trees of the forest was deafening, and the bolt hit the beast in the shoulder. The lightning exploded the beast's arm right off its body, and it thudded to the ground next to him. The faceless earth beast stumbled backward onto his butt, and then stood right back up and continued stomping toward Lucas. Out the corner of her eye, Tubes noticed Lucas's bright yellow sword dim just a bit. Tubes then fired a magic missile at the beast coming for her. Her blast hit it in the hand and part of it blew off and onto the ground. And then again and again she blasted the beast all along the edges of its arms and hands, knocking the soil and sticks and rocks off its body. Lucas continued blasting lightning with his sword, and it grew dimmer and dimmer until it had no more magical blasting power. In the sunless dark of the forest, there was no way for it to recharge. The beast lumbered closer and closer to Lucas as his sword was emptied of its blasting powers. The beast still had one long arm left, and it swung at Lucas. Pierce saw what was about to happen. He yelled, Lucas! 
He sped over to Lucas with inhuman speed and knocked him out of the way of the monster's crushing blow. Unfortunately, it put him directly in the path of the beast's arm, and Pierce was knocked through the forest until he slammed into a tree and fell to the ground. No! yelled Lucas as he watched his brother slam into the tree. Lucas reached into his cloak and pulled out a staff. He held the magical staff in both hands and pointed it at the monster in front of him. Using every ounce of magic in him, he lifted the beast into the air. The monster's arms and legs swung harmlessly as it was lifted higher and higher and higher until it was as high up as the tallest tree in the forest. Lucas was sweating and gasping for breath. He fell to one knee as the magic drained from his body. He slowly moved his staff and his magic moved the beast in the air so that it was directly above the other beast. Then he released his magical hold and the beast fell helplessly to the ground, landing directly on top of one of the other beasts. It fell from such a great height that both monsters were completely destroyed. Dirt and sticks and earth shot out in all directions as the beasts were reduced to a huge pile of rubble. Lucas collapsed to the ground. He was not used to using so much of his magic all at once. Then slowly and with great effort, he limped over to his brother, laying at the base of the tree. The beast that was fighting tubes was nearly reduced to a pile of rubble as well. She had blasted it countless times, enough to literally blow it to bits. The last beast fell to the ground, and Tubes noticed Lucas at his brother's side. She ran over to the brothers to find Pierce knocked out. The force of the monster's huge swipe, combined with him smashing into the tree, had injured him. Luckily, mist fairies were great healers. Amelia emerged from the trees behind them. She held out her little fairy hands and tiny glowing orbs floated up out of them. All of these glowing orbs floated down to Pierce's body. They swirled above him, lighting his face in the darkness of the forest. And then some of them seemed to pass right through his body completely. Over and over they swirled above and around and through Pierce's body. They began to slow down, and soon they all returned to Amelia's palm and disappeared. Pierce opened his eyes. Are they gone? he asked. He sat up and looked around. Lucas sighed with relief and knelt down to his brother. For a minute there, he was really worried about Pierce. You saved me, Pierce, and Amelia saved you. Lucas, suddenly feeling like normal, said, Well then, thanks, Amelia, and you're welcome, Lucas. The brothers hugged, and for a moment, the two felt good. They were able to defeat these massive beasts and keep Amelia safe. But that comfort only lasted a moment. We need to leave, right now, said Tubes. Do you think more will come back? asked Pierce. I'm sure of it, she said. What are they? asked Pierce. Where do they come from? I'd rather not say his name said Amelia. But Tubes is right. He'll be back. We need to leave now. 
The four returned to Amelia's hidden den and started packing away some things that would be useful for their journey, hoping they could steal away in the night before more of these creatures returned to get them. The End Thanks for listening to today's episode. Take some time today to draw a picture of the beast I described in this episode and give it a name. And once I've collected a few, I'll put them all up on the website. I think it will be really fun for us to see how different our drawings and names can be, even if we're all trying to draw the same thing. Send those drawings to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.